0: Hi, guys, my name is Kuro, and you're listening to How Far Business Business Tips for the Average Nigerian. I mean, all of us guys blow up. Good day, wherever in the world you're listening to this, whether it is morning, afternoon, evening. Hope your day is going well. Um, Hope your health is in check. Hope your mental health is in check as well. This year has been mad and um it keeps going on just to point out i'd like to say that every to everyone in nigeria and um, we are getting there the ensize protests were the beginning of something that we have needed to do for a very long time and kudos applauds cheers claps to everyone who has lent their effort in speaking in funding in supporting and doing the little things now although the protests are not happening at the moment although it might start again um to everything that we're doing the little bits the supports, the education everything goes a long way so to everyone you're all superheroes and keep doing what you're doing and we will get there most definitely so just before i begin i'd like to do a 30 second um moment of silence for the people who lost their lives at the Lecky massacre on the twentieth of October and also for the ones that we don't know and also the people that have been that we've lost to SARS, so no. Okay, <clears throat> sorry, you have to forgive me. I have a cold. Um, <laughs> uh, I remember my father said that my um, <laughs> me clearing my throat does not fit my persona. Um, I need to change that, but hi, guys. So, hope you've all been good, and um, my apologies. This has been a long time coming. I had to pause this to deal with some things in the year, and with everything that's been going on. Of the last couple of weeks. It's just been mad. But I'm back again. And um, <laughs> the core reason I'm back is, again, more of the focus on the Nsars thing because I feel that my way to contribute is by doing this because this was aimed at Nigerians to give business tips for everyone, whoever you are, whether you're big, you're small, whoever you are, uh, because I feel that if people are all thriving within the country, then we're more stable. You know, when someone comes to give you a bag of rice to bribe you and you're not gonna see for four years again, you know that you can do without them. So, that's why I'm back here. And today I came back to talk about something, yo, I I will mention it. So, (laughs) for anyone who is in business at all, there's a point when you're going to need to make a sale. So, it could be selling a pen, it could be selling shoes, it could be selling a service, um you could be you may not even you might just need to get someone to be convinced about your idea um so you may not even necessarily be financial transaction you might just be someone supporting your idea so at some point you're going to need to sell something now the thing is nowadays a lot of people have placed an emphasis on digital marketing and social media um they believe that once you get your item put it on your Instagram page, advertise, tell people that, oh, please patronize my business. Um, Or you go on to Dante patronize my business. Or maybe even do ads, you know, maybe you do ads and um, pay some money to get people to know that your page exists. Because I mean, if people aren't aware that you exist, how will they even know to buy from you in the first place? So that is all well and good. Now, if you've been able to successfully do your thing, and market and people are now aware of your page, that's really good. However, awareness isn't everything. Because the thing is, the same way you're advertising is the same way your competitors are advertising. It's the same way other people are advertising. So the internet is filled with so many ads. There's so much to look at and people either lose track or sometimes just get annoyed at the, the mere amount that everyone sees every single day. You open Instagram before you've scrolled like five times, like there's an ad. So it can be frustrating. So the thing is, although you're doing your thing, other people are doing the same thing as well. So the question is, how do you then stand out from your competitors? Because if you have the customer in front of you now, so they have seen your page, or maybe they're in your store, they can still walk out and not buy anything. So how do you sell something to them and be the different one. So there's, again, there's so many techniques that I can use to sell. This is one of them, and it's called a FAB statement. Now, to keep it simple, FAB just stands for Features, Advantages and Benefits. (coughs) So Features, Advantages and Benefits. Now, very simply, the features, obviously, what the item has. So what the product has, the advantages, what it does. And the benefits, how it helps that person's life. That's it, keeping it very simple. So, doing this, it helps the person make a much more informed decision to know that this is how this can add value to my life. So let's paint a picture, okay? Let's imagine if you've watched Big Bang Theory. Um, let's imagine Sheldon Cooper in a white lab coat, or just any professor in a white, or any scientist in a white lab coat. I said Sheldon, because sheldon's stock up, and he's very organized and structural, so <laughs> this would apply to him, so let's bring back that pen I mentioned at the beginning of this you know recording. let's imagine it's a ballpoint pen. funny fact i didn't I did not know that ballpoint pens use oil based ink. I had no idea, like I did the research some time ago, and I realized like okay i I never knew this. And apparently, in quote, and I wish you guys could see my fingers, in quote, <laughs> the oil-based ink, what it does is, because of the high viscosity, it prevents the page from dampening when you're writing. So in other words, you don't get smudges. You know, like, you know when you write and then it's like the ink is dragging across the paper and if your hand touches it, it smudges and stuff like that. That doesn't happen. So that's what it does. Apparently, the oil-based ink. So... If you had Sheldon in front of you and, you know, Sheldon's like, so why should I buy your pen? Now, (laughs) some people, what they make the mistake of doing is they talk about the features like, oh, this ballpoint pen, it has um, oil-based ink. It also has a cover that if you see this side now, it's red. And if you turn it like this, the thing can click like this. Yeah, those are the things that it has. But the question is, what does it do? That's the second thing. So what does it do? Like, I know it has oil-based ink, I know it has a cover, but what does the cover do? What does the ink do? What does all of this do? Now, you then have to tell the person the advantages to them. So if you're saying, okay, um, it has oil-based ink, you then have to tell them about the high viscosity. So you may not necessarily need to go in, oh, because it has high viscosity. No, you could just say, yeah, um, this pen uses oil-based ink. So it means that your paper is not going to or rather it means that when you're writing, it doesn't create smudges. That's the advantage. The advantage is normally a general fact that regardless of who's using it, this is what is going to happen. So the feature is a fact. The fact is it is oil-based ink. Again, the advantage is what it's going to do. Again, based on fact, which is it is not going to smudge. If you even want to use a car, for example, if you're trying to use it with a car, what you're going to say is, the feature is what? Um, A chair. It features the driver's chair. The advantage, you can sit down in the driver's chair. That's the advantage. That's what you can do with the driver's chair, but then what's the benefit? Now, when you get to the benefit part, you're then telling the person how it relates to them. So when you're saying with the car, for example, you're then saying, yeah, this car has a driver's chair, which you can sit in, which means that you'll be comfortable while driving. Now that can relate to them. So if if we're bringing it back to the pen, what you're then telling Sheldon is yeah, so because it doesn't smudge when writing it prevents stains because it doesn't leave ink on the ballpoint that's it so if you're now trying to phrase this into a sentence you're then saying something like our ballpoint pens use oil based ink and it means that when you're writing it doesn't create smudges as a result you don't get stained so your lab coat is not going to be stained it's that simple and it can relate to them So now I understand that, okay, yes, if I use this pen, I can put it in my pocket and I'm not going to get stained. I don't need to start washing my lab coat every three, four days, every single time. And because it's applicable, it's more desirable. That's the way the fab works. Alternatively, you can switch it around and bring the benefit first instead. So you could say something like, um, you don't have to worry anymore about your lab coats being stained because our pens is oil-based ink, And because of that, it doesn't create smudges when writing. So it doesn't leave any ink on the um, the ballpoint. So when you do things this way, what you're helping the customer to do is make a very informed decision to know exactly how the features and the advantages translate to their benefit and how it adds value to their life. Because if you're just stating the features, I know what it can do. If I already know that pens are used for writing if I stepped out to buy a pen for writing I already know the general pen has this what does that mean for me I don't know that and your competitors are going to be saying the same most websites that you'd search for like if you're searching if you go search for um go searching go search for pens like search for ballpoint pens when you see things on the website what happens you see the features it's gonna tell you yep all based ink a graphite cover, um, stainless steel glass. But I don't know what it means for me. So when I'm buying at this point, I'm going to base it on, um, okay, which one is cheaper, which one's this, <clears throat> and stuff like that. So you're doing it from features, advantages to benefits. You're then showing the person, this is what it has. This is what it does for the general person. And this is how it relates to you. Now, the key thing you have to remember is, in regards to your customer, you need to understand why they're buying that pen because everyone's already coming to buy a pen to write. Now, in the last episode I did in regards to wants and needs, my apologies for it being this long after. But with everything, there is always an underlying wants that someone has. So bringing it back to the pen. Yes, I'm coming to buy a pen because I want to write. However, I may have any under, many underlying reasons. I could also want the pen to not stain my white lab coat. I may want it to have a clip so that I can put it into my pocket. I may want it to be black so that it contrasts my lab coat or maybe matches the decor of my office. Now, these are the things that I'm not going to tell you per se. It's not likely that people might tell you. Some people might, but some wouldn't. Now, how do you get to know this? You only get to know this by asking. Asking questions to make sure that you understand what your customer is trying to do. Because the key thing is, your aim is to serve your customer and give them a better service. So you're not going to know if you don't ask no questions. So you have to ask. And you don't need to prod per se. You could just ask very simple things like, um, you know. So, okay. Um, do you want the pen to be... What color do you like the pen? Do you, Are you bothered about ink stains? Do you want the pen to look corporate? And yada, 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 and so on and so forth. Because that way you then know which feature is going to match the desire. Because if I'm then telling you that, okay, if in my mind I'm thinking, yeah, I think I want one that uh, matches my, my decor, you know, and contrasts my lab coat. If you're telling me about, oh, you know, so if you buy this pen, this pen is going to uh, make sure that you don't get no stains in your lab coat. I'm just going to be like, right, cool. Because it doesn't apply to me. I'll think about it, like, yeah, that's a nice feature, but that's not really what I want. So it will be dismissible. So the key thing is to try your best to understand exactly what the customer wants to buy that thing for, asides the general reason. If you can get something else, then you know what feature to push to them. Because if we use the decor example, now what am I looking for? I'm looking for something that contrasts my white lab coat. So I'm looking for black. So then if you're telling me that, oh, okay. Well, the thing is that um, this pen is black. So, you know, it would be a good contrast against your white lab coat. Then that's what the person is looking for. So you asking these questions helps you understand exactly what the customer wants aside the general factor, which is the pen to write something. (coughs) So, yeah, feel free to ask questions. Your job is to serve them. So you should be asking questions anyway. And the more you do that, the more you know which feature to use what the advantages and how the benefit applies to that person so you have more fabs you know how to structure your fabs so that you can sell more and obviously if you're selling my means many more sales because the other thing that this thing does is it makes you an expert in regards to that particular industry because the more you do something the more you show value and knowledge some people are going to come into that market to purchase with prior information like they understand some things about the industry some people don't know anything about it. Like people buying that car for the first time, they have no idea what they might be looking for. Some people might have been told by parents or friends, but you have the people that come into the market and they don't know what to buy. They don't know what a car should have. So we're saying stuff like, um, oh, it's done this amount of miles. It has this mileage. It has this horsepower. They don't know. They don't know these things. They don't know why it matters. So if you're going on about the features... It doesn't apply to them if you then tell someone that okay um this car has um this car has 52 horsepower so that means that you know it's it's really fast and if you're driving from Abuja to Kaduna you'll get there in 7.5 seconds now when the person understands the value it has added to them They know exactly how the horsepower relates to their life so it helps them make an informed decision because the other thing that this does is if the person is not meant for you then they know it saves you from wasting time because it's easier to do that than for someone to um, when you tell the person that they know okay I don't like fast speed so no I'm not buying this car end of sale you didn't waste your time compared to you know prodding the client you're calling them day after day okay do you want to buy the car do you want to buy the car and they waste your time. Or maybe they buy it and then get the speed scare and then come back to you and say, I want a refund or I want to sue you because you didn't tell me blah, blah, blah. Customers always have plausible deniability. So the more you show them how that relates to their life, it makes you an expert in passing on information. So they value you as a solid piece of information. At the same time, it prevents you from having to deal with people who aren't meant for you, very simply. So they know this is not for me, you know that is not for them. Done deal. And um, that's the simplicity of it. So when you're doing the fabs, you you need to make them picture, picture themselves in that moment. Picture themselves like, okay, I am doing I'm driving this car. Ah, it'd be nice to go from to kaduna in seven seconds. That means I can get all my stuff done. And these are the things they're thinking about. You know, so the more you make them picture themselves in that in that situation with that product and how it benefits their life, you are creating a lot of value for them and you will not be sounding the same like competitors, especially the ones who will not be um, giving these things and just state the features. So these are using fab statements. It's really helpful. It's really helpful to any sales that you want to make. And the more you structure fab statements, it helps you push your business forward so that you know exactly how to pitch yourself in like a few seconds to your customer. And tell them how good your product is and how it benefits their life. So, yeah. Um, So, basically, if you want to make your own fabs, it's quite simple. You just need to follow a few steps. So, firstly, what you need to do is any product you have that you're looking to sell, you need to write down the feature of that product. So, if we were talking about like the like the ballpoint pen. In fact, sure. no, let's switch. <laughs> let's go to something more Nigerian-y. Um, let's talk about Kara. I'm saying this because I had Akara yesterday. So let's let's use Akara. So you're selling Akara, right? What are the features? Probably maybe the one you make is small. It has pepper and you put it inside bags. So those are the features. Now, for each feature that you've written, ideally you should be looking to find two or three advantages for each one. So, for example, we we focus on the small bit. Now, it's small. So what does that mean? It means that it is compact, it's packable and it's easily hidden we talk about pepper; it means that it um, it's, you know favours the typical Nigerian palate and maybe also helps people clear their throat or clear their nose when they have cold, like I have now (laughs) and um, the last bit, it's packed in back, so it means that it is clean and it is transportable, now for each advantage that you've thought of, you then need to think, okay, put yourself in the customer's shoes. Why would I want something that is small and compact? Why would I want something that has pepper? Oh, because I'm trying to clear my throat. Oh, because um, I need to hide the car from my family so they don't know I've a car. Oh, so that I can carry it and go to work easily. I can just put this in my bag. And because it's small, I can come and pick it up from work straight. I don't need to start buying big bags. So, these are the things that I can begin to think of. So, when you're selling to your customer, let's say, ah, chairman, my guy, see, eh, this Akara is small. So, as you buy it now, if he had that for your bag, carry and go walk straight. Nobody going to say, get Akara. Straight feature advantage benefit. Doesn't need to sound so structured. You just give it pam and you're done. So, yeah, write down the features. For each feature that you write down, write at least two to three advantages for that. Then put yourself in the customer's shoes and see how they would benefit, why they would want that kind of thing. Um, this option, this part, it's optional, but it's quite helpful. Now, the more you sell, the more you're going to see that there are certain features that people keep going for and for certain reasons, for certain advantages and certain benefits to their life. So if you see that maybe out of 10 customers you have, there are seven of them that keep buying Acara because they want to clear their nose, maybe because it's hammer then you know that okay, this is the five that I need to be pushing more forward because people seem to be going for this one more. So it's repetitive. The more you look at it, the more you see data and it's like, okay, this is the one that is raining. Let me use this one. This is the one that's not raining, I'll still practice it. And you know, you know which ones to use. And lastly, you need to practice, you need to practice, you need to practice, you need to practice. The fact that you know these things does not mean it's going to flow so smoothly. The same way me, I'm talking, I talk, <laughs> I thought, I always think that when I'm about to start this, it will just, pew, go. Probably have to like three or four recordings. Today's one, this is the first one, but then I have it, ignore any, um, ignore any sniffing you might have heard because I have a called, you never know what's going to happen. So you need to keep practicing because the more you practice, the more you're preparing yourself for that moment. Give yourself hard scenarios, give yourself easy scenarios. Make the customer not want your product, force yourself to sell. Those are the things that help you get there so that when that moment comes, you are not um, tongue tied because it's one of those things like exam when you've read and you get into the exam or then your brain just freezes. So the more you practice, the more your mind gets used to that moment when you need to sell and give the fabs in like very quick succession. So yeah, that is, um, those are fabs. And as we would say in Nigerian debates, I hope I've been able to convince you and <laughs> not confuse you that fabs are helpful statements that you can use in your sales. So thanks again for listening. Um, If you'd like help creating your own fabs for your business, um, feel free, if you listen to this on Anchor, feel free to send a message through Anchor. Um, if not, you can follow one of the links at the bottom to my social media pages and I will be able to assist you there. Again, regarding what's going on with the NSARS thing, it's been the trigger for something bigger that's going to happen. We're all aware that we do not want any more bad governance. We don't want any um, unaccountability in the government, in proceedings, in the way lives should be lived. So please, anything you're doing, whether you think it's small, you think it's big, keep doing it because it's having a bigger domino effect that you can imagine. And we will all get there. It may not be 2021, it may not be 2023, but the more we keep chipping at it, it will eventually give way. So proud of everyone making efforts, and proud of everyone supporting, and proud of everyone with the mindset that we can all be greater together, coming united to focus on one sole objective to make sure that Nigeria is a better place for us and our children. So you all have a nice day. Toodaloo's.